The sacrifice of God or a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, thou will not despise. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Psalm 6 on page 348, and Psalm 12 on page 355. O Lord, rebuke me not in thine indignation, neither chasten me in thy displeasure. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are vexed. My soul also is sore troubled. O Lord, how long wilt thou punish me? Turn thee, O Lord, and deliver my soul. O save me, for thy mercy's sake. For in death no man remembereth thee, and who will give thee thanks in the pit? I am weary of my groaning. Every night wash I my bed, and water my couch with my tears. My beauty is gone for very trouble, and worn away because of all mine enemies. Away from me, all ye that work iniquity. For the Lord hath heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord hath heard my petition. The Lord will receive my prayer. All mine enemies shall be confounded, and sore vexed. They shall be turned back and put to shame suddenly. Help me, Lord, for there is not one godly man left, for the faithful are minished from among the children of men. They talk of vanity, every one with his neighbor. They do not do but flatter with their lips, and dissemble in their double heart. The Lord shall root out all deceitful lips, and the tongue that speaketh proud things. Which have said, With our tongue will we prevail. We are they that ought to speak, who is Lord over us. Now for the comfortless trouble's sake of the needy, and because of the deep sighing of the poor. I will up, saith the Lord, and will help every one from him that swelleth against him, and will set him at rest. The words of the Lord are pure words, even as a silver which from the earth is tried and purified seven times in fire. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. The ungodly walk on every side. When they are exalted, the children of men are put to rebuke.
Here begins the 14th chapter of the book of Hosea. O Israel, return to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled. Because of your iniquity, take words with you and return to the Lord. Say to him, take away all iniquity, receive us graciously. For we will offer the sacrifices of our lips. Assyria shall not save us. We will not ride on horses, nor will we say any more to the work of of our hands. You are our gods, for in you the fatherless finds mercy. I will heal their backsliding. I will love them freely, for my anger has turned away from him. I will be like the dew to Israel. He shall grow like the lily and lengthen his roots like Lebanon. His branches shall spread. His beauty shall be like an olive tree and his fragrance like Lebanon. Those who dwell under his shadow shall return. They shall be revived like grain and grow like a vine. Their scent shall be like the wine of Lebanon. Ephraim shall say, what have I to do any more with idols? I have heard and observed him. I am like a green cypress tree. Your fruit is found in me. Who is wise? Let him understand these things. Who is prudent? Let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them but transgressors stumble in them. Here ends the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven. Praise and exalted above all forever. Here beginneth the 15th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. I am the true vine, and my father is a vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples." As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. 
No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all things that I heard from my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give you. Here ended the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord God, whose blessed Son, our Savior, gave his back to the smiters, and hid not his face from shame, grant us grace to take joyfully the sufferings of the present time, in full assurance of the glory that shall be revealed, through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who, of thy tender love towards mankind, has sent thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our flesh, and to suffer death upon the cross, that all mankind should follow the example of his great humility. 
mercifully grant that we may both follow the example of his patience and also be made partakers of his resurrection through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <clears throat> Good morning to all. We had as our Old Testament lesson the last chapter of Hosea, and remember the story of Hosea is that God told him to marry a woman named Gomer, who turned out to be unfaithful to him, and so he sent her away. And then after uh, a while, God said, uh, now she'd fallen into slavery, and God said to Hosea, now now go, go redeem her, buy her back. And um, this was a illustration for uh, for Hosea of what it, what it was like for God to be married to Israel, the unfaithful woman. And so this last chapter of Hosea then kind of talks about what for the unfaithful woman who's coming back, <clears throat> Israel, us, um, what does repentance look like? And and so it it is a number of themes that are brought out. One is we will we will bring words, we will offer the, the it says the calves or the bulls of our lips, which means instead of offering sacrifices in the temple that are external, we will bring heartfelt words of confession uh, to God, we will really return. And um, this says we'll no longer, uh, we will not say, we'll no longer say, you know, Assyria will save us, because um, one of the principal complaints of God against Israel was her trust in foreign allegiances to save uh, the nation rather than just trusting in God. And, and we'll, we'll no longer say to the work of our hands, you are our God's idol worship, that is building idols that you worship, that they worship locally in addition to God. So those are the two, the two main complaints. And so this is the confession of, uh, the, of, of uh, you know, that summarizes Israel's repentance. And for us, it kind of summarizes the idea of, of a good Lenten confession in the sense that we're bringing, you know, the our words, we're not just bringing religious things to do to make up for the fact that we're not really doing what we're supposed to be doing. That was the error of false religion. We'll, we'll offer a sacrifice in the temple or we'll go to church and do these things and that will pay, you know, make up for the fact that I'm still not going to do what God asked me to do. Um, but rather a good confession is a heartfelt acknowledgement of, of what I've done wrong, or where things are amiss, and a real desire to change. And so for us, we should think about how do we, you know, how, how does our, um, how are we not trusting God? How are we relying in, in our ability to control things or to arrange things so, so they'll work out well that might involve a certain compromise with the world and and, and a violation of some of the principles of faith rather than just trusting God. And what are our idols? Where, what are our, the things that, 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 that maybe 
loom larger in our lives than 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 God. And so we're thinking during Holy Week. I still you know believe that the best way to make a good confession is to spend time in prayer, asking God to reveal to us what is wrong. You know, lists can help, but ultimately there's a conviction. And at the end of Hosea, it says uh, that the, in the um, the renewal of Israel, which which uh, God promises, shall, shall grow like like a tree. And this provides a, a, a connection to the John lesson where Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches, and talks about being connected to, to Jesus means growing out of the vine, taking our life from his life because we live in him. And as we take our life from his life, we bear fruit, we, we things grow in our lives. And it reminds us that the point of Lenten confession is not is not about the bad things we're doing. It's about the things that keep us from God. If we think in the larger terms of the biblical story, the original problem of sin was separation from God. And in that state of separation from God, we try to find all kinds of things that will will make up for the fact that we're empty. And so the real point of sin is not to focus on all the bad things we did done, but to be aware of what of of, of them so that we can then reattach, reconnect to God in Christ. And that's we celebrated Easter. So, and even as we go into Easter tide to think about not just now that we've, we've confessed our sin, life goes back to normal, but how do we live more fully in Christ in our life of prayer daily? How do we love God better? How do we love others better? How do we become more fruitful by staying connected to Jesus, who is the true vine. And it's important to remember that, yeah, that Lent's not just about, Lent doesn't just go away and then, and then there's, you know, Lent gives way to Easter and, and the Easter tide rule will be, how do we now enter more fully into that life that, that, that God gives us in Christ? So a few thoughts about today's lessons. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men.
We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Tuesday before Easter. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Bishop. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye kiddos. Bye. Good day, everybody.